I'm out for a walk. It's Thanksgiving Day. I'm out for a walk on the road by my parents' house up above Canandaigua Lake near in the Finger Lakes region of New York State. The turkey is in the oven. The Some of the side dishes are prepared. My sister will be bringing some more with her when she comes. We have a couple of pies for after. The family is gathering for this annual ritual of togetherness and giving thanks. Although it is not... It is not so much a tradition in my family to give explicit thanks. I'm thinking about the things that I have to be thankful for, to be grateful for in this moment, in this fall, in this year. Some of them are hard. My parents are still with us, but they're not with us in the same way that they used to be. Their minds are not the sharp, witty minds that they used to have. They're frequently confused, a little bit querulous what's happening, what's happening now. I don't understand. And I am... I'm grateful that they're still among the living, but I'm I'm finding it hard to be grateful for their disease. You know, they're they're not the people they were, and when I can accept that and stop railing about it, stop being frustrated and angry about it, I can have a much better time while I'm here. And it's certainly true. I can still be sad. I can still not like it. But if I accept it, I can make the better of it. I can accept that it's a cold day with a little bit of snow blowing in the air. I'm outside, you know, as I say, walking on the road. Maybe you hear a little wind. Maybe you hear my feet crunching in the gravel. Maybe you hear a little stream running along beside the road. These are all things that help to bring me into the moment. If I can be mindful of everything that's going on around me instead of thinking ahead, thinking back, thinking about what could be different, what could be better. You know, I'm right here right now. And this cold, gray November day with the wind and the snow has some beauty to it. What am I grateful for this year? What is on this list that I started to write about a week ago in a meeting of A to Z, things that I'm grateful for. I've been talking a lot in the last several weeks, couple of months, about acceptance, about the ability to know that what is, is, to understand the things that I can't change, as the serenity prayer has it, the serenity to accept the things I cannot change so that when I know the difference, when I have that wisdom to know the difference, I can focus on the things that I can do something about. Acceptance of 
the state of my parents' health, acceptance of growing into the role of parenting my parents, of helping my mother go to bed at night and get up in the morning because she's not able to do all those tasks on her own anymore, of taking over some of the duties that were always theirs because they don't really have the mental capacity to do them anymore, and of recognizing that they need repetition and they need certainty. My father yesterday was very upset because when one of the kids was doing some cleaning, a photograph got moved from where he had left it and where, as he puts it, it had always been. And we tried to reassure him that the intent was not to upset him. The intent was to do something nice and that the person who was cleaning didn't know that the photograph needed to go back in that one place. I'm not sure anybody besides my father knew that. But I see in that that he is holding on holding on hard to things that he can be certain of because so much in his life now he's not certain anymore. And accepting all that is hard, but it helps me to to be with them, to be there in the moment. I am grateful that I have and can set boundaries. I'm grateful that I know where I end and Outside of that boundary, the things that are not mine to take care of, the things that are not mine to control, it's important to know these things. It really, (laughs) it makes life a lot easier when I know what's not mine. You know, when I step outside my boundary, I may be stepping into somebody else's space. I may upset them. Or it may just be something that I actually can't do anything about. The other kind of boundaries, boundaries on behavior, are harder to set sometimes and brings me to the C word that I put, that I chose this year, which is courage. And most of the things on my gratitude list here, maybe because I started compiling it during a meeting, are things that I have gained, gifts that I have received from working this program of recovery. When... I was in a conversation with one of my children the other night, and this child was saying things that were difficult for me to hear, difficult for me to to comprehend sort of where this kid was coming from. I'm talking adult child here. I say kid. Maybe they'll always be my kids, even though they're almost 29 now. This child was just expressing feelings and opinions and fears that I was very difficult for me to align with the way that I see the world, with the way that I see interactions between people. I was able to stay in the conversation mostly. There was a couple times when I probably got a little loud. And then it came to a point where I felt like I just, I can't do this anymore. And I was able to say, 
you know, it's time for me to get ready to go to sleep. I need to have some quiet time, and I think we need to to stop this conversation. Set that boundary, and lo and behold, the kid honored it. Response was like, oh, okay. And I think, in fact, they were asleep before I was. (laughs) You may be able to hear some dogs barking in the distance, and D on my gratitude list is dogs. And in particular, my dog, or I should say maybe our dog. That dog reminds me and exhibits and lives some other things that are on my list later down. One is love. And it's very clear that the dog loves us, shows it in his behavior. He shows it in those eyes and sometimes just comes over, sticks his head into my lap. This is a big dog, so he can't stick himself into my lap, but sticks his head, kind of burrows in, maybe under the crook of my arm and just like, I want to be with you. I need you. And, you know... That's nice, a nice thing to have. The other thing that my dog reminds me of is that we really only have this moment. Dogs tend to live right in the moment, not worrying about the future or agonizing about the past, but just right now. And to have that living reminder of that's what I have right now is is important. E is for empathy. I am grateful that I can find empathy and compassion for the people in my life who are struggling, maybe struggling with things I don't completely understand. That was so important to me when my loved one was still actively drinking to be able to have empathy and compassion for her pain, for her struggle, to understand at a deep level that This wasn't something she was doing to me. Really wasn't something she was doing to herself. It was something that was doing to her. And that enabled me to to stay. It enabled me to be loving. So I'm really grateful that I found it through this program, really. Ah. F is friends. And friends of all sort. Casual friends that maybe I can enjoy an evening out with. Friends that share a love of a particular activity that we can do together. Friends in the program with whom I really can share anything and everything from my life. And they can share with me and we can be become closer in that way and support each other. All kinds of friends. So grateful. Gee, God. In this program, I found the love of a higher power, the support of a higher power, the guidance of a higher power. And I am so grateful to have found that because, you know, my way wasn't working. My way wasn't working, and I didn't know how to get out of it by finding the guidance of a higher power through Helen on through the 12 steps. I was able to get out of it and to move on and to grow. Maybe another G word there, growth. And of course, gratitude is a G word. 
grateful for gratitude. Gratitude can lift me out of a bad mood. It can help me to go to sleep at night. Some gratitude. H, H is for health. I am grateful that I am still relatively healthy, that I can go out and walk in the day. Right now going uphill and uh, breathing a little harder, but I am able to do that without getting exhausted, without having to stop. And I'm really grateful that I still have that. And that furthermore, I have the ways, the means, and the ability to maintain my health and to address those issues that could make it worse. I have access to doctors and good medicine, and that is something that's really wonderful. I look at my parents now who, you know, their bodies are still relatively healthy, although my mother has a lot of trouble moving. My father really can't walk like he used to anymore. You know, I'm grateful for what health they do have. I think they might be taking fewer drugs than I am, actually. Not sure. I is for it works if I work it. And I, again... I'm so grateful that it does work, that I have been able to find recovery, that I am able to be here talking to you about that recovery and the gifts that I have gained from it, because I worked it, and I continue to work it, and it does work. My word for J is joy. Joy is that inexplicable feeling that can just come over me sometimes that I can't really bring to myself but is a gift that's given I find joy in all sorts of places all sorts of activities I'm grateful to be able to feel it and to recognize it you know the joy the joy of viewing a beautiful sunset. As you may be able to hear, I'm now up near the highway. A lot of traffic noise. Try to minimize that so it doesn't go over what I'm trying to say. But the joy that I have right now in a beautiful view up the lake. It's still kind of a gray day much clearer than it was yesterday. Just the peace and the joy of being here is something. I'm going to come back to joy a little bit later. I'm grateful for kindness. I'm grateful for the kindness of others. And I'm grateful for the ability for me to be kind to those in my life who need it. And again, this is something that I think I lost for a while when all I had in me was anger and frustration and despair during the drinking. It's really hard to be kind when those emotions are kind of overwhelming me. So be having been given the gift of, of some serenity 
It's, it's easier to be kind and to recognize when others are being kind to me. It's also, also a gift. Al, I'm grateful for life and love and laughter, which really do kind of go together, you know. I'm grateful that really my loved ones are still alive. I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for the love that I have found in this life, the love that I have found in the program, that, that special way in which we love each other in the program, the way in which I can feel so much love for a person who has come to their first meeting and is just suffering, and the way that I know that my higher power loves me and that others in the room love me in just the same way. And laughter, laughter brings joy sometimes. Laughter, laughter is a way out of bad moods in some cases. The other day I was at a retreat for those of us who are working with the young ones at my church. It was an evening retreat and we talked about some serious topics, but we also did some minutes of laughter yoga and I had not encountered laughter yoga before. And the way it was introduced to us was that we were going to be led through some scenarios that would require us to laugh. And she said, you know, if you force yourself to laugh artificially, it really works a lot of the same like neural circuits and so on that real laughter does. And so you can come out of it feeling happier. And indeed, indeed I did after 12 minutes of different ways of laughing, different ways of just having fun with each other. I don't know about everybody else, but I was, I was felt a lot more alive, really a lot happier. So love, life and laughter. L words that I'm grateful for. M is for mindfulness. And I talked about this with my dog, but what I have found, there are so many things in life, so many times in life where I'm just kind of going through the motions I'm on, as we say, sometimes autopilot when I'm eating, when I'm with somebody, I may not be fully in the moment. I may be living in the future. I may be living in the past. I may be thinking about something entirely irrelevant and not being there in that experience right then and there. And when I can pull that mindfulness in, and this is something that, again, has come through practice, partly through the meditation suggested in step 11, when I can be mindful of what I'm doing, when I can be mindful of what I'm eating, what I'm tasting, what the person next to me or across the table from me is saying, I'm much more present in life, I'm much more engaged, and I get more out of it. So I'm grateful for the practice, and it is practice for me, of mindfulness. Something that maybe is a little hard to be grateful for, like acceptance, is necessity. That when I have to act out of necessity because something is required of me, something is required of the situation, I could feel like, oh, I have to do this thing. So the big thing that I did out of necessity that I really did not want to do was to come to Al-Anon in the first place. I was in a situation that I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to get out. I didn't know how 
to handle it. And I got to the point where the only thing that I thought might be of some help would be to try this Al-Anon thing. And I really didn't think it was going to work, but I didn't know what else to do, so I did it. And I am so grateful that the necessity of the situation brought me to this program, brought me to this recovery, brought me to you and and all of these things that I'm being grateful for today. Isn't it amazing? I'm grateful for openness, the openness that we all exhibit as we share in meetings, as we share with our sponsors or other Al-Anon friends, to be so open about what is going on, about what we are experiencing, about what we are feeling, about our fears, about our hopes, about everything in our life that maybe it's so hard to talk about because we maybe feel shame, we feel guilt, we feel that if if we talk about it, we might be judged as less than, we might be judged as inadequate. To be able to be open, I learn so much from your openness. So I am grateful that openness exists and that we are able to practice it. Another thing that Alanon brought to me is perspective, a different perspective, a different attitude, a different way of seeing what's happening in my life, a different way of seeing, you know, when I thought that the drinking was about me, when I thought that, you know, if she only loved me, she would stop drinking. And to have the perspective of this is a disease, this is a disease that that she doesn't have control over, and it is not about me, that change in perspective was so valuable to me. So I'm grateful for perspective, for new ways of seeing. I'm grateful for questions. So much of what happens in this program is questions. When I go to my sponsor with something that I'm struggling with, more often than not, the response is questions. Well, what are you feeling? What what could go wrong? What could go right? What are some possible ways that you could move forward? What do, what do you think would be the outcome of that particular course of action? You know, by asking questions, my sponsor or other Al-Anon friend can guide me and can help me to perceive the uh, the guidance and will of my higher power. So I'm grateful for questions. Questions open up new possibilities. R is for readiness that we find in so many aspects of this program that when we are ready, we're able to take the next step. Coming to that readiness is a process and understanding that it's a process and that, you know, maybe I'm not ready for something yet, or maybe I am. Being able to see when I'm ready is important. We were talking in the meeting about step six, and, you know, step six is all about readiness. We came entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. And, and what does that really mean? Readiness. Grateful to have it. S, well, I have two words for S. They're both very important. One is serenity. The serenity that this program brought to me, gifted to me, was unexpected, unlooked for. I know that when I heard in the meeting opening that we could find serenity, 
even if the alcoholic is still drinking, I didn't believe it. I, I, I could see no way that that could happen, but it did happen. It was a gift of, you know, coming to meetings, reading the literature, working the steps. I believe that, that working the steps to find a higher power, to find the guidance of a higher power, and to start to look at myself really helped me along to serenity, but it was a gift. And, and I'm so grateful for it. And the process of the steps that I can use in many different aspects of my life, I'm so grateful that those steps exist, those steps that I resisted for so long that I would look at on the wall in the rooms at a treatment center and say, absolutely no way, that has no relevance to my life. This is not something I'm ever going to do. And what I found was that it is absolutely something that I need to do. It is something that brought me so much, brought me a new way of living, brought me a spiritual awakening, as it says in step 12. So grateful that the steps exist, that they, those wise people put those steps together for us. I'm grateful for trust, that I can trust that when I go to a meeting, when I talk to one of you, that you will take what I say in confidence and that you will not break that trust because only that trust enables me to be open, to be vulnerable, to really say the things that I need to say and to hear the things that I need to hear because I'm not worrying about what you're going to do with what I just said. The understanding, the understanding that I got from this program of recovery, understanding of myself, understanding of the disease of alcoholism and addiction, understanding of, you know, what's mine and what's not mine. All this understanding that has come to me through, through the program, through hearing your experiences, through hearing your glimpses of new understanding brings, brings to me that same thing from hearing your experiences and your your enlightenment. And V, I said this word already, vulnerability. The ability to be vulnerable is essential, is essential to my recovery in this program. It is essential to my growth. It is essential to my deeper understanding of myself because when I'm just inside myself and I am not willing to share those things that are inside me, when I'm not willing to be vulnerable with you, I can't grow. And when you are vulnerable with me, then that increases for me my trust of you and my ability to be vulnerable with you. And it is a not a vicious circle, but I, um, ah, what's the word I want here? I mean, it's a circle of growth. It's a circle of, of depth. And it's a, uh, a blessed circle, really. W is for wisdom. I talked about the wisdom to know the difference earlier when I was talking about boundaries. And wow, that wisdom is so important. I don't necessarily have it, but I know I have a source of it. I have a source of it in this program. I have a source of it in the literature. I have a source of it in my higher power. I have a source of it in your sharings. And I need you for that. I need this program to continually have to understand, to continually have the wisdom to know what is mine and what is not mine, because without that, my life becomes unmanageable. 
X, X is a tough letter. I went with excitement because sometimes when I get a new insight in a meeting, I can be so excited. When I hear from you about what this podcast is, is doing for you, the, what you hear here, what, when you share, you know, your growth, when you share your improved understanding and your recovery, that excites me and helps me to keep going. So I'm grateful for that. I am grateful for the young people in my life. I'm grateful for the gift of youth, the attitude of youth. You know, I've said this before. There are times when I have been, you know, it's 11.15. I need to go into the classroom at church. I'm going to be spending an hour or so with a bunch of 12 and 13-year-olds. And I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then they come in. And their energy, their excitement, you know, and they're not always, it's not always energy that I appreciate at the time, but that energy gives me something. It gives me joy sometimes. I will come out of that room having gone in kind of grumpy and I'll come out full of joy. I'll come out full of, you know, the, the excitement of being young again um, and, and the energy that you know, they can give to me. So I'm grateful that there are young people in my life, and I'm grateful that I can still have a youthful attitude, that I'm not yet completely a grumpy old man. Yeah. And Z. Z is a zest for life that this program has given back to me. You know, when I came here in 2002, when I dragged myself, crawled into the room unwillingly, I had no zest for life. It had been completely pulled out of me by alcoholism. And working a program of recovery, finding serenity, finding boundaries, finding all these things has given me a new zest for living, a new enjoyment of life. And so I am so grateful for that. And I'm grateful that I'm able to be here, that I'm able to talk to you, and that some of you have shared your gratitudes with me this year. So I'm going to sign off now, go back, uh, see if the turkey has finished cooking. I saw my sister drive down the road a little while ago, and uh, we can uh, start to enjoy our Thanksgiving dinner very shortly.